Welcome to another episode of Celebrity Wine Club. This week, we're covering Amal Clooney's husband's tequila, Casamigos. As always, I'm Nicole. I'm Lauren. I'm Angela. So, uh, how was uh, y'all's hangovers from last week after drinking four different bottles of wine? Bad. So bad. <laughs> it's it, tremendously bad. Like, sloth on the couch all day. I'm not even sure what I did on Sunday. Bad. Well, we recorded on a Thursday. I'm sorry, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so it was that bad. Well, today, <laughs> I guess I lost a couple of days then <laughs> in that hangover. Well, and then Saturday was the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did, surprisingly, no no hangover. I actually wasn't hungover from our episode on Thursday. I don't really know how because we drank those four bottles. Then I had some rosé after that. Then I made Dan take me to go get two bottles of wine in a 12-pack before we went home because I really thought I was going to, like, continue the party since we didn't have to work the next day and it was his birthday. No, I immediately went to bed, but... um. I woke up and felt fine. Okay. I don't well, know how. Brag about it then. <laughs> Maybe it's because I like see I like binge eat fast food in my car before I come in here to record. So that might be the trick. Mm-hmm. That might be the so. move. Um, I just want to say just really quickly, like, I don't think those wines, Maynard's wines were like all that jazz. I just think they were more old world style and that's not, and I think they're supposed to be drink like consumed with food. I mean, there was one that wasn't that bad, but like, I just, I want, I almost want to redact my statements from last time. Oh wait, we just compared them to each other, so never mind. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm just not that impressed. Mm. So, um, I do want to say before we get into the episode that I want to give a special shout out to Tony because she purchased all of the wines for that episode and donated them to us. So. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tony. That's a big tax write-off for us. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then also I want to give a special shout-out to Kevin because he donated to the tip jar, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah, he's our biggest fan. I love him. It's true. The song, well, that's not true because that's a different song. I was going to say the Muna song, number one fan. Like, that's about you, Kev. But no, no, it's not. That's not what that song's about. That's no. Okay. (laughs) Ignore that. Yeah, so I guess this week it's not, you know, true celebrity wine club. It's celebrity tequila club. Once again. Mm. So this week we're doing Casamigos tequila, which is George Clooney's mm-hmm. tequila. And we're doing the Blanco, which mm-hmm. is, it looks like water. It's like crystal clear. It does look like water. Mm-hmm. And you can see how some people, if you put it in a water jug, might think it was water. Yes, like that has happened to one of us before. I did see a tweet this week that said that if 2020 were an alcoholic drink, it would be um, vodka in a water bottle, but when you were expecting it to be water. Did you see all those tweets about like taking people to the guillotine and then they're actually cake? <laughs> yeah, because of like all those, du- yeah, oh, whatever. <laughs> I just want to, I just think that's so fucking stupid and mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Okay, so I think we're going to do like, kind of our tasting method from last time, right? We're going to try it and like sip it. Then we're going to try it and kind of like shoot it with some lime. And then Mm -hmm. we're going to make a drink. Just copycat and exactly what we did from the George Strait stuff. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Awesome. Let's get started. Woohoo. Okay. So do you want to describe the bottle? Angie, do you want to do it? Sure. Okay. 
I'll pop the cork. <laughs> that was so sad. <laughs> it was like, plink. It was a little baby. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, also, I mean, we talked about this before we even started recording, but I'm so obsessed with Hamilton and specifically the king from Hamilton. Like, I'm so obsessed, too. It's like a sickness. Hey, you guys, I haven't seen it yet, and that's all you can talk about this week. It's not our fault that you are, like, behind. That I don't have Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, couldn't get, you couldn't get your man to splurge on the $8 a month for you, Angie? Uh, or you're no. not scamming men on the I, Hinge app for passwords, <laughs> clearly? I'm a technophile of the relationship, which is really sad, so I have to pay for all of the streaming services. I'll hook you up with a profile, baby girl. I only have me on there, so. Maybe I can get it to bigger. <sighs> nope. Mm-mm. I don't really have enough time. I was staring at a computer for like four or five hours today working on research, not for this, for school stuff. I think I might be an Anejo convert, by the way. Sorry, I just wanted to look at, like, sniff the cork. This is Blanco. I mm-hmm. I know. Oh, okay, I was just making sure you knew I what you I sniffed the cork and then said I might be a convert. Mm-hmm. Oh, from Anejo. No, from Blanco. To Anejo. To oh, Anejo. Okay. Gotcha. For those of you at home who don't speak Lauren... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently I don't. I need to get like mm-hmm. my I know. mind defuzzed from this computer screen. Okay, it is it's a really attractive looking bottle, just like George Clooney. Um a hundred percent agave, and then it's kind of a light white um label that looks like basically it's been typed with like an old style typewriter and it has Casamigos tequila and it has like what looks kind of like an Yucca, but more of like an abstract. I, I think that is an agave. Agave, sorry. Yeah. That's what I meant. I kind of thought it looked like a yucca, too. They <laughs> all, I mean, yuccas and agaves look really similar. And well. Maybe because they're like a stacky plant. It's 100. Wait, no, I already said that. It's 40% alcohol, so it's 80 proof. And that's about it. Notes of a smooth vanilla finish. It has George Clooney's signature on the front. Yeah, and the other person's. So the price point for this was, I think that bottle was a was sixty, but um, they have other varieties. They have a reposado, they have an añejo, and they have a mezcal. And um, I would have gotten more varieties, but I didn't want to spend like three hundred dollars on tequila. It's numbered too, mm-hmm. like it's batch numbered, which I think yeah. is cool. Yeah. Oh my God! Did you guys know that um, pregnant women can like severely damage? <laughs> Drink According to this bottle, wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So it has legs, weirdly. Yeah. Okay. By the way, we're drinking look that up with like tequila. Like, like what's the yeah. what's the drinking? I method? didn't. Yeah. Well, okay, so um just for everyone at home, I know we kind of covered this a minute ago, but we're like drinking um a first like a first um sip out of coupe glasses. So we can like swirl mm, it around and sniff it. It smells very nice. It does smell good. Okay. I'm gonna do a sip. The actual, like, bouquet of it smells better than the cork did. It doesn't burn very much at all. I think if it were chilled a little bit, it might not burn as much. You want much. me to chill it? Uh, I just feel like we're already, you know, this train's oh. already on the track. Here, try it with the lime, honey. I will when we shoot it. Well, you don't, I mean, I just wanted to do it as, like, a... An experiment. Like a... <laughs> That's... Exactly what you look like when you eat the lime too. <laughs> so I mm. um the lime compliments it a lot. Okay, so I oh go ahead. 
Well, I was just going to say, I don't really think it tastes that bad solo. It does And room temp. Like, I think it tastes pretty good. So I It's not, like, giving me, you know, like, like hard nipples, like George Straits, but... So when George and his business partners were trying to, like, develop this tequila, they specifically wanted one that you could, like, sip alone or over ice and that didn't burn going down. And this one really doesn't. Like, it's warm, but it's not, like, Jose Cuervo or something where it, like, just, like, punches you in the throat. Yeah, and it's... It's like, I don't know, like to me, it's more flavorful than most Blanco tequilas mm-hmm. that I've ever had before. Yeah. So they had a bunch of information about like how it was made and stuff. And so like the like tasting notes for it is that the color is crystal clear. The aroma is citrus and sweet agave. And then the flavor is supposed to be fruit forward with vanilla and grapefruit. I can get the vanilla. Yeah, definitely that. I taste vanilla too. Yeah. So and what was the fruit forward? Vanilla and grapefruit, right? Yeah. You wouldn't ta- expect something clear to taste like this. I don't get um, a whole lot of citrus vibes. I think I'm just more, cons- like, I'm more um, tasting the vanilla. But, like, it's. I think it's good. Well, take, it, take a second sip without the lime. I just, ha- I, yeah, I Just did. to try it because, like, I think the flavor profile, like, opens up more. Well, I think it does when you, I think it brings out the vanilla more when you try it with a lime. I didn't like I'll try squirt it. a whole lime in my mouth. I just like nibbled on it a little You're just bit. Nim, nim, nim. Nim, nim, nim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it brings out the vanilla more. To me, I feel like it brings out the slitcher's flavor a little bit more. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We're different. Oh my <laughs> so um, I did some research about Casamigos. Do you know what the name means? Tell us. House, House of, of Friends. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason this all started was George Clooney uh-huh. and his buddy, like Randy Gerber, were building. I was going to ask if the. That's the other signature. Yeah. But, but it's spelled, spelled R A U. In D? No, it's spelled R-A-N-D-E. So it's like Rande. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a U because I can't read cursive. Oh, well, I got it off offline. But anyway, they were building vacation <laughs> homes next to each other in Mexico and became buddies and like would go on tequila tastings all the time. And then they decided they just wanted to make like their own tequila. So they got this distillery in like um Jalisco? Jalisco? Whatever. Jalisco. Yeah. But they got this distillery to start like Um, developing a tequila for them and they like worked on it for a long time and then they started ordering like hundreds and hundreds of cases of it once they perfected it and then that distillery was like um you guys are gonna have to get a business license if you want to keep doing this because they just wanted it to be like a private label thing that they could have at their homes and like to share with their friends and family you'll never get this anywhere in the world guys yeah and then like you know it turned out it could turn a pretty penny so that they like started releasing it in 2013 do we I know we didn't talk about this on our, the previous tequila episode, but do we know, like, about how much they're making annually off of this? I don't know how much they're making annually off of this in particular, but <laughs> so George Clooney and his partner sold this to, um, like, the largest distillery company in the world called... Um, Di- Last year, right? Diagio. Um, Diageo. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they sold it in 2017 for $700 million I with an extra $300 million, like, guaranteed if, like, the brand continued to do well, which obviously it has. Uh, yeah. I mean, like... You mm-hmm. see it all all the time. So one of yeah. our favorite spots in town, um, we called it Taco Porch. They had Casamigos 
all the time. Mm-hmm. It good. Well, um, so the this stuff is made with a 100% Blue Weber agave, and the, it's been aged for 79 years. And then they like they process it differently than most people do. So a lot of people steam the agave mm-hmm. for the tequila, but for this tequila, they roast it in a brick oven for 72 to 80 hours. And then they ferment it for 80 hours. And I guess they rest it for two months in stainless steel barrels. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's like quite a bit different from yeah. So what you normally see. Tequila tasting, you are supposed to use brandy sniffers or like what they call tequila glasses and that way you can really get the nose yeah that's what these are coupe glasses brandy snifters i mean brandy yeah did i say sniffers sniffers, sniffers. yeah <laughs> and also i would call it a sniffer with the legs the more aged the tequila the slower the legs will travel down the glass oh look at you bitch mm-hmm. so these will go faster than what an aged tequila would so if we were okay okay that's cool tasty mm-hmm. i actually do like this a lot at first i was saying that i might be a convert but i'm thinking that maybe i just need to drink more tequilas and that i might just like all the kinds yeah well so maybe we should just shoot the rest of this i'm game uh, we got some salt over here well blanco does mean white and you are like a very pale lady we were calling you snow white so maybe you are a blanco lady yeah whenever i first met john <laughs> friend of the pod john whenever i first met him he would always be like you're my snow white i bet you wake up to little animals i'm like woodland creatures like dressing you and stuff i'm like fuck i wish actually no i don't because i had a squirrel die in my wall one time and it was really distressing (laughs) you are the opposite of snow white (laughs) (laughs) okay all right uh down the hatch kids cheers all right That was good. Normally when I take shots of tequila, I like have to get the lime into my mouth as fast as possible or I might throw (laughs) up. But with this, it wasn't like that at all. There was no gag reflex involved in the tasting of this tequila. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Like where you can't breathe or like, yeah, feel like taste your mouth Mm -hmm. or you'll puke. I had, I had an experience this week where I got pretty shamed for tequila buying. Why? I mean, not really. So, By who? so I went to that new liquor store that's close to my house just because it was like really close and I just needed to pick up some tequila and some wine. Yeah. Because Dan wanted like margaritas and we were completely out and they didn't have what we normally get, but I got um like oh shoot, what's that brand? Um, I but I got like a handle of nice tequila. Exotico? No. Hornitos? No. Yeah, Hornitos. I got a handle of Hornitos, and I had, like, a box of wine, and then I got a pint of Crown Royal and, like, some mixers. And that lady was like, sure is a lot of tequila. And you're like... What do you need that much tequila for? I'm like... Mind your own business. I'm like, you work at a fucking liquor store, Plus, she didn't have a mask on. Also, um, ma'am, it's... It was past the time where you have to have a mask on. Oh, after they passed the ordinance? Yeah. Oh, my God. Those Unite Norman assholes are over there on the fucking street. They're right over there. Yeah, right in front of Burger King. I wish one of them would try me. Anyway, but, yeah, I was just like, why why do you care? I was like, "Um, I'm... It doesn't really matter, but I'm trying to leave my house, like, as little as possible right now, so... Just thought if I was going to leave, I might as well go ahead and stock Mm -hmm. up, maybe head to the grocery store, do a few other errands, too, Mm -hmm. like... I really wanted to, like, say something snarky, like, well, I'm about to start shelling, and I didn't want anyone to judge me for buying booze, so I had to stock up to 
have enough through the rest of the pregnancy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to have a party with a hundred of my closest friends in the tiniest house and none of us are going to wear masks. And social distancing, we don't know her. (laughs) (laughs) As if that lady would care anyway. Oh, uh, the United Norman people, just as a side note, are people who are anti-mask wearers and going crazy now that the city ordinance is going on, basically, in a nutshell. Well, they're also against defending the police. And to be fair, or to be honest, Norman did not defund the police. They just took around $800,000, more than that, but $800,000 and, like, reallocated it to different places in the city. And they are like... Their budget is still higher than it was last year. What is it, $44 million or something? It's $24 million. Still. I mean, mm-hmm. my God. So, yeah, those people are just, like, throwing a big stink or whatever there, and, the, and they're trying to, like, have everyone sign this petition to, like, recall the mayor, and it's just, like, and And almost every single city council person. Which, fun fact, I don't know if they know this, but you can only try to unseat the council member who is presiding over your ward. You can't do it for, like, everybody. Oh, they don't care. They had a big COVID party the other day where all of them got together, and they'll... I heard Amanda or someone like I heard online that like um, someone was like, is it illegal to offer people money for their signatures? <gasps> oh, my God. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, give me a twenty five dollar bribe and then I'll sign it like Seymour butts or like <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking we need to, you know, like call the transcript mm-hmm. to bust this bitch wide open. Mm-hmm. Like, let's disband these assholes, because honestly, like. I don't understand why everyone's so mad at just trying to, like, keep other people and themselves mm-hmm. safe. I almost commented on a well-known horrible person in town's comment because he, he was, like, something about um, infringing on his personal rights. And I was like, try being a woman. But then I just got up and threw my phone down mm-hmm. and walked away. But anyway, I think we should try our drink, take a break. Make our drinks. drinks. Take yeah. a break. Make some drinks. Okay, we'll be back in a second, guys. Hey, guys. You like what you hear? These ladies play hard, and they work even harder for you listeners. Not to mention, they're pretty easy on the eyes. These celebrity-endorsed wines and liquors, they're not cheap. It doesn't take beer goggles to see that. Have you considered adding a gratuity to your listen? If you feel so inclined, donate to the tip jar. Check the link in the show notes and drop a dime. 60% of proceeds will be donated to Black Lives Matter, trans funds, and bill funds. Drink them up, kids. So we're back, and we have made some margaritas. They're from the Casamigos website. It's their, like, special recipe, and they look really limey. I haven't tried mine yet, but... And when she says we, she means Nicole. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I like I had to like hand squeeze oranges and shit. There, it's very tasty. Oh, cheers! Oh, it was really like Captain Planet of us. I gotta say, I'm really glad we're drinking margaritas and tequila today instead of like red wine, since it's 114 degrees outside. No shit. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's a damn good margarita. Yeah, this is really good. Like, it's not too sweet or crazy. Uh, Sorry about that. Um, I might have to cut that out later. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's like perfectly sweet and perfectly tart. Mm-hmm. So it was in the. So I use the Patron Citronage orange liqueur. It has orange juice, lime juice, agave nectar, and tequila. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. I like the Citronage stuff. I've mm-hmm. only had it like a couple of other times before well, this. But you know, I normally buy like the plastic handles of like sixty 
bulletproof triple sec, but I figured since we were drinking a $60 bottle of tequila, I might get something nice for once. We might as well just splurge mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we did get our first donation, so we're like rolling in it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're only keeping $8 of that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're rolling in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so later when we go to McDonald's, we can each get a large French fry and that's it. <laughs> I no want... dipping sauces or anything. Hopefully George Clooney will be our friends after this because he likes to give them all like a, like a briefcase full of a million dollars after they leave his parties. Um... I thought that only happened that one time. Well, it was one time, but <laughs> what a fun prank, though. Right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the best prank ever. He is a prankster, I hear. I know, right? <laughs> but I wanted to talk about um, some of George Clooney's movies. Like, I watched a few in preparation for the episode, and I know that you guys probably did too, or you've at least seen some of his stuff. But oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of his stuff. Me too. And you know, I never understood why, why like people were like, "Oh, George Clooney, he's so hot." Like, Ugh. but now that I'm older, I get it. He's got zaddy vibes for sure. Way. Mm-hmm. He got that swagger. So um, I I watched um, Men Who Stare at Goats earlier it's today. Good one. It's such a good one. And like, it's probably one of the only movies that I've seen with Ewan McGregor where he's not just like over acting. So, but it was like really enjoyable. And I like Jeff Bridges. And there's a lot of like all-star characters. Kevin Spacey, who is canceled. Is also making an appearance in that show. But he's a bad guy anyway. Like, you would have hated him. So. um, I just remember him, like, as as a kid, like, the things I remember him being in most prominently were um, ER, obviously. Obviously. Because I got to stay up late on Mm -hmm. Thursday nights and watch that with my parents. And then that movie, One Fine Day, with him and Michelle Pfeiffer, which is, like, really good. And then I've never seen that before. Oh, it's good. It's, like, rom-com, but it's not, like, cheesy. And then, like, Ocean's Eleven and stuff. I've seen Ocean's Eleven. I've seen Burn After Reading. I've seen A Brother Where Art Thou. I've seen... I love him in Burn After Reading. He makes that dildo chair. I know. (laughs) I know. I... Like, I do want to ask you guys, like, what your favorite Clooney movie is, but we can wait until the end of the episode if you want. I think we can talk about it now since we're already talking about it. Okay, that's cool with me. It's There's so many different genres, though. It's hard because I loved Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And it has a really good soundtrack. And there's an Oklahoma actor in it. Mm -hmm. So you got to say that. I would say Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? is probably one of my favorite, like, Clooney movies and one of my favorite Coen Brother movies. Yeah. Like... Mm -hmm. Which I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, how could you pick just one Cohen Brother film to be your favorite? And I, I just did. So well, have you guys seen Hail Caesar? No, I haven't. It's good. It's on Netflix now. Oh, it is? Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I was actually trying to find it on Amazon earlier today because I wanted to watch it, but it wasn't on there. It was just like trying to redirect me other places. So well, for research for this, I did watch Tomorrowland. I actually rented it from Amazon so I spent like three dollars oh my god anyway I thought it was really good it's very cute well not cute but yeah I don't know if you know the premise of it but there's like some like futuristic robot people and they're living isn't there like a button or something that you have to press in order to go to this place well his character is like in love with this ends up being in love with this robot girl I'm not gonna give too much away but I was watching it and I was like I think you can spoil it. That movie's been out for a while. It came out. Oh, 2015. Yeah. Yeah. It was new to me. Anyway. I the understand. The connection is the other stuff I was watching was like some YouTube stuff that was just on like re- like constant play while I was at work, like doing some other things. Like sure. it ended up being about Amal and George and 
like all the amazing stuff that they both do and that she does and like all their accomplishments in their life. And I was like, maybe Amal is like a character. Like she's like the robot character from Tomorrowland. because She's like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, she's a badass lady. Yeah. Though. Like I'm, She's close to my age, or a few years older than me. She was born in 78. Okay, so she's, like, she's in her years 40s. older than me. Yeah. Yeah, she's, like, age-appropriate for him. Exactly. Um, do you guys remember when George Clooney, like, approached the creators of South Park and wanted to be on South Park? So yes. they were like, okay, you can be, but they just made him voice, like, a barking dog. <laughs> she's just, like, a dog. He just barks. <laughs> I did not know that. That's good. I knew that. That's. <laughs> I forgot about it. I was, like, just scrolling his IMDb just now, and I was like, oh, yeah, South Park, LOL. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. What about the Ocean's 500 movies, like 500,000 Ocean movies? <laughs> so 11 and 12 are good. Ocean's 11 is good. I Ocean's never, 12 is better. Ocean's 12, you were a sequel girl. I, I am. Ocean's 12 is good, but I thought 11 was better. And then I've never even bothered to watch Ocean's 13. With the girls? Yeah. Just not for any other reason than I just didn't get I watched to it. it. It was like pretty okay. Yeah. I think I liked the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you know what's weird is like George Clooney has like such has like a lot of smaller roles in a lot of different films. Like I watched um I think it's called Welcome to Collinwood and Sam Rockwell is in it too. But he but George Clooney's character is basically where he's just like a wheelchair chair bound like lock picker type man. <laughs> like covered in tattoos and was like, I'll teach you guys how to break into safes, but you know, like this is how I was taught and it was like trying to, you know, like bang mm-hmm. holes into safes and stuff. And they're like, there's got to be a better way than this, like Sam Rockwell's character. And it's like, no. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who I kind of wish would come out with a celebrity bev, if they haven't already, is Sam Rockwell. Because I like a lot of his projects. It would be like like a peyote wine or something. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> it would be something really mm-hmm. wild. That's for sure. Okay. So think about how hot he is, right? So his dad was an anchorman and a TV host. And then his mom was a beauty queen and then a city councilwoman. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about his mom. Yeah. So they were both real hotties. And so I was looking up like all the weird jobs that he had because he originally wanted to be a journalist like his dad, but then um, he like couldn't hack it in college or he just didn't like it and never finished. So I can understand. He tried to be a professional baseball player, but he only made it through like the first round of tryouts for the Cincinnati Reds. So then after that, he was a shoe salesman and then a door to door insurance salesman. Um, He stocked shelves and he worked construction and then he was a um, he cut tobacco like worked out cut tobacco tobacco fields (laughs) wow that was that one was like the most unexpected I think yeah so he was really kind of like a jack of all trades if you think Um, about it definitely How did he get into acting then? Did mm-hmm. you? Okay. Well. Well, I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. But it was just like, he did all this stuff. He landed his first role. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, being casted in something versus like having an interest in something are two different things. Like, where was he trained at? Did he just like go to high school that had like a really good drama club? Like a natural talent. Well, you know, his um, aunt is Rosemary Clooney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. It's just like. In his blood, I guess. Just runs, <laughs> runs in the family. Yeah. I don't yeah. know actually what. I mean, I remember like his big breakout, like what made him really famous was ER. But, mm-hmm. but he was like on the Facts of Life and Golden Girls and a bunch of stuff in the 80s. I think he just went out to L.A. and like started becoming like an extra and then like got started and then getting he was, like, like small hot, roles. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. 
Maybe he was like a speaking extra where he just yells like, hey, from across the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up and he gave a million dollars to 14 of his friends. 14 of his friends. George, I feel really slighted because I wasn't included in that tally. <laughs> Stupid. I do really like this tequila recipe. It's a lot. It's like not too crazy different from the one that we normally make, but I do like that. It's just like a tad bit sweeter. The margarita one. What did I say? Tequila. Tequila. But we know. Yeah, it is sweeter because it has like it has like half a shot of agave sweetener and then like half a shot of fresh squeezed orange juice in it. Mm, I do like some fresh squeezed orange juice. I've I've been making mine lately with um, like just like the tequila lime and um triple sec and then putting like a shot of pine- pineapple juice in it this is really making me crave mexican food too when do i not i mean <laughs> like, yeah to be fair all the mm-hmm. time but like for some reason it's just like extra like palpable that mm-hmm. i want mexican food right I now i have some leftovers in my fridge mm-hmm. because we got some when we got off the river yesterday oh Okay, that's cool. I don't normally spend more than about $30 on a bottle of tequila, but this shit is good. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Mm-mm. It's it's really tasty. And well, considering it's, on, it's the second tequila that we've had on the podcast, like, you know, we're two for two at, at like, you know, punching. I'm sure if we had something like Cabo Wabo on here, we'd be pretty disgusted. I don't know. I wonder. We've had a lot better luck with celebrity liquor. And again, we've only had two. Then we have had with celebrity wines. So this might become the celebrity liquor club. (laughs) The celebrity tequila club. Uh I just saw a little tidbit I didn't know. So he got in a motorcycle accident in 2007 in New Jersey with uh, one of his, his girlfriend at the time. And then apparently... Two dozen staff at the medical center where he was um, treated at some point were suspended without pay for looking at his medical records. <gasps> what? But how were they supposed to treat him? No, they, no. they were not associated with his treatment. Oh, they were just being fucking nosy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, that's how I'd get furloughed from a job. Yeah. Um, I don't want to talk about him anymore, though. I want to talk about his hot wife. That's her only thing. I just want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. Number one. But number two, like, they have a lot of, like, you know, community works that they're involved in. And I want to talk about those things. Well, <laughs> I mean, I know when you say hot, you don't just mean appearance-wise. Like, obviously, being hot isn't about how you look. It's, like, an attitude. And then, like, also being hot means being, like, good at your job and, like, a good person and, like, generally, like, a badass. Well, I mean that for other people, not myself. Oh, I mean that for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the stuff about being hot. I don't mean it like being a good person or having a good attitude. That's not really what I'm known for, but whatever. So, yeah, they, I mean, they do a lot of stuff. He was already a big activist. It's not like he met her and she just, and like, just turned him right or whatever. Like, uh, he's, like, an activist and a philanthropist. He gave all his friends all that money. Yes. And then um, he's also been involved with LBT. LGBTQIA plus right stuff since, like, 2006. Right. And then um, he was arrested outside of the Sudanese embassy with his with his dad because he was like protesting their government. So he has like these foundations um, to support work in like Sudan and Darfur. And then he also like has some environmental things that he does, I guess. And, and he supported the recognition of the Armenian genocide. Yes, and the, or supports, I should say. And then. Um, 
gun tr- gun wow mm-hmm. gun control yep yeah mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and then he's also been a united nations messenger of peace since 2008 which i guess if you get nominated and accept that it's just supposed to be a three-year job but he's one of only a handful of people that have like extended theirs and so and continually yeah he's been doing that- it for the past 12 years and i guess that that means um distinguished individuals especially from like the arts um who have agreed to help focus worldwide attention on the role, like work of the United Nations. Yeah. So I think George Clooney is kind of cool. Like, I feel like I would maybe enjoy like, he's not him. just a pretty face. Yeah. I feel like I would enjoy like him and his wife, like taking me to dinner and then like, you know, like having like good conversation with the both of them. So he has a home in LA. He has a home in Cabo San Lucas. He yes. has a, a home like on the Sin, like this historic home that he and Amal bought together because she's a British citizen. And then he also has a home in Italy. I wish I had a home in Italy or the Sin or Cabo San Lucas. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would choose Cabo if I had to choose one. It was like a river Thames. What, it was one of the river, one of those, one of those damn I think rivers. I would feel very inadequate if I were like, with them because they just seem so I mean I know he's like grew up in Kentucky and he's almost like a you know I'm still Jenny from the block type of person (laughs) (laughs) for lack of a better term (laughs) yeah but I just feel like she's like basically royalty and I am fully aware that when if, if I were to ever hang out with a couple like that I would be like a bumpkin third wheel okay (laughs) hill person we say it all the time but like that's also how i am in like the majority of my life yeah like you know our friends are well you're just who you are and you don't hide it is what you're saying well i think they would like that about you lauren i think they like genuine people i think so too and then i can get on his like his role for briefcases and even if it was just like a briefcase full of like red velvet cake, I'd be into it mm-hmm. <laughs> for real. God, because you know it would be full of. You know it would be good fucking red Lines. velvet cake. <laughs> See, mm-hmm. man, this freaking tequila is so good. Oh yeah, so we switched drinks. Yeah, yeah I made us we a, did. I made us a Paloma, and this one I just did on kind of on my ownsies, and so it's the tequila, it's some orange liqueur, um, lime juice. A bunch of lime juice, a little bit of orange juice, and then I know this is blasphemous. You're supposed to use like squirt or something else, but they only had fresca. So I think it's good. I like squirt, but I think the fresca is a mm-hmm. fine substitute. Yeah. I just don't like hearing the word squirt and associating it with a drink. Mm. Sorry. I guess it's kind of like other people with the word moist. Mm. Okay. I. Can we, we can just call it like. <laughs> we'll just call it ah skeet skeet goddamn <laughs> perfect <laughs> then it's fine well, that, that doesn't skeet. bother me at all it's <laughs> totally fine no, I meant like <laughs> like this <laughs> we'll just call it nyum, nyum, nyum. <laughs> fine whatever sorry mm-hmm. yeah so this one is good too i mean it's almost a shame to like mix it with anything and cover up the flavor of the tequila but I mean, I, well, I just feel like to get like a full rounding of like the tequila itself, you have to like try it solo and then try it in like some like favorite drinks, you know, like, well, so with a lot of tequilas, like you're all mixing it cause you're trying to completely mask the flavor right. of the tequila, but with stuff like this, you're trying to mix it to enhance it. So, and I don't necessarily think that your Plomo- Paloma, Paloma is trying to like mask the flavor. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's all kind of an enhancement because it still tastes really tart and I still taste the vanilla. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, this is one of the most vanilla 
like forward tequilas I've ever had, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, I don't know if that's like a normal flavor profile that you get in a tequila, like a Blanco or, or what, but I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the, how they process it. But. Well, with them like, you know, like burning it in bricks and stuff mm-hmm. or brick ovens. I mean, yeah, I just wish that I was a wealthy white man who could just like on a whim decide to start a tequila company just, with like, my twist friends. Off and that was the same as with George Strait's like tequila too. I know the man that invented the croc. The man, yeah, the <laughs> man who invented Crocs. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, maybe someday we can get there. You know, the lie they tell Americans is that, you know, you can you can move up classes or whatever. But like mm-hmm. there's no boot bootstraps is a lie. Yeah, know. it is. I, yes. That's what I'm saying. But like, you know, maybe someday, like, you know, if you dream it, you can achieve it. Bullshit or whatever. No. Or I'll just sell my house and just like start farming. No, I'm <laughs> in the agave fields. I'm ready for the revolution, baby. That's the thing. Like when I'm watching all those like actor award shows, they're like, oh my gosh, like I've dreamed of this since I was a little girl. And I'm like, we all did, bitch. All of us <laughs> wanted to be there. <laughs> you ain't fucking special. Yeah. Up here with your goddamn Grammy, your EGOT bullshit. <laughs> well, so a lot of people, especially rich people that are involved in a bunch of like philanthropy and stuff, like I think it's kind of bullshit. I think it's more of like a social thing and more of a way for them to to like launder their money I and understand. not pay taxes. But with George Clooney, I mean, it might probably be some of that, but he actually is like, he like will write strongly worded letters to like Angela Merkel and, and things like that. I think with some celebrities, you can kind of see that there's like, like with like Beth- Bethany Frankel, for example, like she has some really good organizations that she supports and helps to like carve out. But like, I don't necessarily think that she's like on the ground floor, like, working with those organizations like all the time. You know what I mean? Like there's a little bit of a facade there that she's trying mm-hmm. to keep up appearances. But with George Clooney, I can believe that he, you know, is constantly involved, is constantly active, yeah. is constantly showing up to UN mm-hmm. meetings and like like mm-hmm. you said, writing strongly worded letters and well, stuff. Like there's just more of a believability mm-hmm. to it to me. Mm-hmm. Well it's great that like so many celebrities use their money and their names for good, but I just yeah, think I don't it's bullshit wanna... that any of these foundations should have to exist in the first place. I know. Uh, it seems like maybe we should have some social structures just built into our society to take care of people, but good for them. And that's yeah. the thing with uh, George and Amal. They donate money to a lot of organizations as mm-hmm. opposed to like have their own organization where they like, yeah. well, they might, I don't well, know. Well, there's but... some that they've like started and handed off to other people yeah. too. But he just seems more genuine about it, like, and just, I mean. I agree. They're pretty private about their lives as for such famous people, but I still think he seems like a down-to-earth person where he's he's doing it for good as opposed to a write-off. Yeah, or, like, for other, like, recognition elsewhere, basically. Like, okay. I, I agree with you. Like, I feel And that's what I was, yeah, I was, like, trying to say that, but I'm just not bad. I mean, good at words. Well, I think that's probably one of the reasons this tequila is so good, too, is because he didn't develop it, like, oh, I'm trying to make, like, a really hot buck. He developed it because he wanted to, he was passionate about drinking tequila with his rich friends and wanted to have his own, like, to share with people. Right. And so, like... I don't know. I think this tastes more than like more than $60. Like it tastes much better than Patron or a lot of the other big name expensive tequilas. It's like a very fun time tequila. I have Mm -hmm. to say like, Mm -hmm. I feel giggly. Uh I feel just like a little sassy, but in a way that's kind of like a zinger. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like I, and like a lot of tequilas will like give me 
almost instant heartburn, especially if I like take shots of them. You know, we were talking about earlier, whenever you like take a, <clears throat> sorry, you like take a drink of tequila and then like your mouth is all like watery and you like have to like breathe like shallow breaths through your nose until you can get like the lime juice in your mouth. Yeah. Like I've, I haven't had that experience with any of the tequilas we've had on wine club. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember when George Clooney had that pig named Max? No. no. He used to have a pet pig named Max. It was like a pot-bellied pig, and they were like BFFs. He was a 300-pound Vietnamese pot-bellied pig. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with pot-bellied pigs as a kid. Well, he had them for 18 years. 18 years? They can live to be 25. I haven't had... I, wow. I want a pig, but they get so big. There's no such thing as like a little a tiny pig Mm-mm. a baby pig maybe is there a pig? Yeah. can we make can we get like a hybrid like pygmy pig i don't know <laughs> if that's like it's probably not like ethical to do that well, but no. what people do is they starve pigs no! to make them seem really small and then sell them to people as teacup pigs and then once you start feeding them like you're supposed to they may not get as big as they would have originally but they still get really big yeah i mean pigs are Pigs are pigs. Mm-hmm. They're pretty adorable. They are. I'm going to have to add that to the, my list when we get an acreage yeah. house. So we have we a goat, a mini bad. donkey, and a pig. I'm into it. They do. Yeah. They smell pretty bad. We had one when I was a kid um, that... I don't know how I don't know how it ended up at our house, but it ran around with the dogs and acted like a dog. <laughs> I've heard from a lot of different sources that pigs have like kind of a dog personality. Yeah, they're really intelligent. So uh, another, I'm I'm changing the subject on a more yeah. personal note, but also about Amal and George. Um, she he's a, f- a few years her senior, more like close to twenty, I think. But anyway, um, so wait, he's twenty years older than Amal. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was like sixteen. He's fifty nine, and she's forty two. I feel like after I feel like Whatever. after you're like in your late thirties, it doesn't matter. That's yeah, not what I'm getting to what I'm getting to is they have twins, and they're like maybe three or four now. Mm-hmm. So that means she probably had him when she was 38, and he was like 50 something. So that gives all these like all us late bloomers of wanting to get married and have kids some hope. Oh, I forgot they had twins. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot about that too. To be honest, um, <laughs> well, I mean, I, there's like my. My people in my family, like, they've had, they had babies kind of later. They've been married and divorced a hundred times, but they didn't have kids <laughs> until they were, like, in their late 30s. Yeah. Yeah, what are their twins' names? I can't remember right now. Have to look it up. Yeah. Um, anyway, I kind of feel like once we find the twin names, we might want to get into the, like, closing thoughts on our tequila. Okay. What we think about it. Um, I think that the price tag like might make it seem a little inaccessible to some people, but I think it's really worth it. Um, I don't know, like especially if you have a special occasion or something, but like you can drink this straight, you can drink it in a mixed drink. It's really good. It's super smooth. It doesn't burn at all. And like it ha- it's a lot more complex. Like I think a lot of tequilas end up tasting like like um, mildewed felt on the inside of like an ancient <laughs> antique bookcase. What? It has like a musty, dusty, funky taste to it, but yeah. this doesn't have that at all. Right. 
Um, it does taste more like a brandy or something to me, kind of. It's Ella and Alexander. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. Well, do you want to share yeah, your final I thoughts? On- I think it's really tasty. I think it goes down smooth. I wouldn't describe like bad tequila like Nicole did. I think it's more of like kind of like, a, I don't know, a terrible rubbing alcohol burning taste that makes you just immediately gag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're like shooting really bad tequila, mm-hmm. but this is really smooth and flavor- flavorful. The nose was very vanilla-y. I didn't get the grapefruit part, but um yeah and these drinks that nicole made were really delicious and they enhanced the tequila i don't think they masked them no and yeah they're they're um whatever why can't i think of the name their drink casamigos ingredients that she made the the paloma or the margarita margarita Mm -hmm. came from their website it was really tasty oh yeah yeah i would like to try some of those other recipes because they had one for like a pea that was the word they have one for a prickly (laughs) a prickly pear margarita that's like purple and they have like some other ones on there that i do like prickly pear that's for Mm -hmm. sure i would like to try a more aged of his tequilas i would be interested in that too just to see like how it kind of like changes the flavor profile Mm -hmm. or if it does at all if it's just like a little bit more you know mature yeah for yes thank you um my closing thoughts like I I feel the same way about you guys but I also have a different description of gross tequila because to me it's got that like you know how liquid smoke just tastes fake mm-hmm. like that's kind of how like low-end tequilas are for me they're like the liquid smoke of tequila mm. so like and, and to me, they do have this weird sort of, like, musty, like, burny sensation. I immediately get heartburn. Like, it's hard for me to, like... And in fact, Exotico, even though that's not, like, a super high-end tequila, like, that was one of the first tequilas that I could, I could drink and not have, like, a lot of adverse effects. Yeah. So... Um, overall, like I, I really enjoy this too. I like the vanilla flavor. Like that was pretty unique and interesting to me. And I, um, you know, I didn't get a lot of the grapefruit flavor whenever we were tasting it or the fruit forward, I guess, but whenever we were like tasting it solo, but I do think that it was pretty enhanced in the Casamigos recipe for that margarita. So I I agree with that. I enjoyed the shit out of this. (laughs) Yeah. I think my favorite drink that we had of it was the Casamigos recipe. recipe. Yeah. yeah, me too. I, I like the Paloma a lot, but um, there's something about like a shaken margarita that just like, you know, says summer to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this was like another hit for sure. Man, we've really been getting so lucky. There hasn't been any like skinny girl incidents this season. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's young. The season's young. Yeah, we're still we we still might have some. We'll just have to see. But we also have more access to getting like other flavors of drinks. Mm-hmm. So some of us got a little better jobs. So we can afford to get these other <laughs> drinks. Yeah, all of us have better jobs. Uh, I think that's true as well. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I didn't even think about you and that terrible job you had before with the tobacco people. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Wine Club listeners, that's a wrap on this episode, and we appreciate you uh, tuning in. So catch you next week, Lushes. Thanks so much for listening to Celebrity Wine Club. This episode was produced by Angela Hilt and Nicole Krause and mixed by executive producer Orange Wall. Our theme music by Grammatic, hashtag digital freedom, 
If you would like to send a suggestion or let us know what you think, hit us up at celebritywinedrunk at gmail.com or you can find us on social media at Celebrity Wine Club. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Drink them up, kids. Walking down the street. Walking down the street.